part of the media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. Take a seat. We'll try to get out of here fast before the monkeys start rolling on the ground and, 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 and going crazy. But I'm Jeff. I'm, uh, I'm the student pastor. We're excited you're here. If you're a guest with us today, this is not like normal, but we love it. We love it and we love it. So we just got back from Beach, North Carolina. Um, we spent five days up there, four nights. Um, and I pray the students learn something. And so what we're going to do here in a minute, they're going to come up here and talk. This might be my job on the line. I don't know. I didn't proof any of it. So this could be very interesting, okay? So if you see me run out of here, I don't know. But we're going to go through a couple pictures real quick um, just so you can kind of see where we were at and, and, and see the fun and see his beauty. I think one of the students said is, how could you not come out here and know that there is God, right? How can you come out here and know that, not know that there is God by just looking at it and... Uh, a silly guy like me, I never saw the mountains until I was 28 years old, right? And, and, and so for me to go and, and see it, that's how old I am now, okay? So just in case any of y'all were questioning, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, hey, hey, hey. But uh, day one, day one, we, we got there. Uh, this was us taking off. And I, saw, I know some of y'all were like, what are they doing? This is where we stayed, a, a couple, Laura and uh, Larry. They want to have this as two sets of bunkhouses and some chalets up on top, some rooms. They want this to be a ministry. They want it to be, to, to be a ministry in the mountains. Their goal is to make enough money during ski season that they can, be, they can bring inner city kids up and let them stay there for free um, and uh, get to see nature and learn about the gospel. So this is where we sp- stayed. We didn't sleep much, but this is where we would have. That's where we would have slept if we slept much. Okay? So... Uh, and this is, of course, there's a guy in the front. Um, his name is Poser. So if, if you could count, if you could count how many times you see him um, posing, you, you will shock me. But this is, uh, this is when we first got there. Um, we, everywhere we go, everywhere we go, we want to give back to the community. It's fun to go use their resources, enjoy their city. But for us... We want to be Christ-like and we want to change the place that we go. We want to make it better than when we left. So we did, we served for three, once again, I don't know. And, and, and somebody commented, are they cleaning? I have no earthly idea what they were doing. We cleaned the tractor. I mean, this tractor was dirty. Um, we, hey, once again, I don't think some of our children have ever used a shovel. So parents, grandparents, shame on you. They've never used a shovel. But we cleaned, um, we worked for like three hours when we got there on day one, um, cleaned it up, and Larry and Laura were just shocked at all the work we wanted to do. Um, the, the picture you didn't see in there, in the, in the older high school girls, they were a little bit upset. I took a picture of them, and they were all posed together, but they were holding stuff, shirts and cups and all this stuff. Um, they said, Dad, it looks like we're shopping. Pastor Jeff, it looks like we're shopping. But they were actually in there labeling product because once again i didn't know this is the fog right behind there there's a little gazebo i had no idea wizard of oz was filmed some of it was filmed on beach mountain and so there's a huge wizard of oz festival and uh but behind that 
the fog area was uh, a little gazebo, Wizard of Oz. Day two, we, were, uh, we went and walked around. Uh, they have a big uh, rec center there, so we went on a hike. Um, they like the playground better than anything else. I can't figure it out. They just wanted to play. There was a waterfall um, that they... Uh, someone wanted to slide down that. We, we decided against it. Um, some of them got in the water. That water was probably about 65 degrees right there. Um, so they, they got to play in that for a little bit. And then this is where we went to uh, Edge of the World. Pretty funny. Sherry, um, Sherry went there, used this outfit when she was in high school many, many... Uh, just two years ago. Just two years ago she used this. Um, so we went back, and so we were going to go on the, go on, uh, the river. So we, uh, we got to go on the Watuga River. Um, the Watuga River is 52 degrees. Hey, it is like an icebox. Um, so, so there's a spot, there's a spot in the river. This, this company owns that spot. So we get out, we eat chicken, and then the students can go back like as many times as they want, as many times as they can sucker the, the guides into going, they just keep going. So they change positions all the time, um, as they went through, um, I don't know, did we get Kyler's famous, did you put that in there, Shyler? There it is. So, so Kyler, every time she got touched by the water, this was the look. So, so that is, the, that's the Kyler, okay? So, if, if you want something new, that's the Kyler. Alright, day three. Day three, we got the opportunity to go, uh, half of the group went rock climbing and rappelling. And half of the group went to a hike on a, to a waterfall. So once again, poser. So we had to get all hooked in. A little bit scary, but we had to get all hooked in. This is what we looked over. So I don't know if anyone's ever gone rappelling, but you see what you think you see, and then you drop over the edge, and there's nothing. Okay, so um, they, they, they were going to work for uh, Georgia Power right there. They were working for Georgia Power. These three there, I don't know what they were doing. So we were going over. They were happy right there. They were happy at that point. Okay, and this is, this is another one. This is Tinkerbell, right? I don't know if any of y'all have ever been to Disney World, but in, at, at, the, at the fireworks show, Tinkerbell just slides down this zip line just like perfect. So this is perfection of how you rappel right there. You got perfect form. Nice. If there's a video that I shot, she's going perfect. This is, this is not perfect form right here. Okay? This is Matt. This is Matt. This is not perfect form, okay? Just let you know. Alright? And, and once again, on, this, on these pictures here, you're going to see a lot of the better side of some of our students right here. Um, they, they were coming down. Um, this is, we got the opportunity to rock climb up. Um, and, and, and they, so we all got to go up on a uh, rock and climb. They had special shoes. They were like golf, I mean like a bowling shoes. So 9,486 people have put them on before you. So a little bit disgusting, but that's what we did. And, and then there's a guy, there's a guy in the middle again. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but, uh, we got to go hang out at a waterfall. And, uh, this was probably one of the coolest places because there wasn't no structure, there wasn't any activity, you just got to go, and, and I know they're not going to like to say it, you just got to go and be a kid, right? You got to go play, you got to slide down, make your own slide out of slimy rocks, and, uh, and you got to hang out with your friends. 
Uh, day four, once again, we just flip-flopped. The middle schoolers went to the waterfall, and then on the on last day, on Friday, they got to go. Right, whatever. So, so this, this is this is them just being cheesy. I don't know who the guy in the front is, but you might want to watch who your kids hang around with. Um, and they they all wanted to jump in and uh, hang out. Um, some they challenged me to jump in, so I I was pretty leery of that. Uh, once again, what a view. I mean, if you can't get out there and, and, and know that there's God, something's wrong. Um, this is one, like I said, this is, this, is, we got the, this is the middle schoolers doing that. They got to climb all the way up. We're just taking in. They're wore out, trying to sleep. So it was just so cool to see. And then on our bus ride back, the last day he stopped and, and got, made us get out of the bus. So the, the ledge way up there, that's the ledge we dropped over. He said he didn't do it on Thursday because the middle schoolers still had to go on Friday and he didn't want to scare the daylights out of them. The guy with the hat on is Rob. and uh, So nev- something that's never done happened before at the edge of the world. They give us water bottles and the kids were so excited. They got to spend three days with, with three of these uh, awesome guides um, that... Somebody said, hey, Rob, sign this. And so before we knew it, Rob and Shelby and Jake, they all were signing the water bottles that they had given them. Um, and then so this was us taking our, our final picture there. Um, and it was awesome, awesome, awesome. Day five, we, we took them to Boone, North Carolina, which is just 20 minutes away, um, so we could see some sights. And a couple of them wanted to buy a shirt at Appalachian State University, so we went over to saw the campus over there. Um, and the neat thing about that is the edge of the world, their employees come from um, Young Life at App State. So all of their, all their employees are uh, in Young Life that have gone to App State, currently gone to App State or graduated from App State. So uh, we had a good, good time. Is that it, Ms. Sherry? All right. And so now we're going to have some of the students came up. We asked them, Bobby and I had talked about this. We asked them, hey, do y'all want to lead it? And, and once again... No pressure on them. We taught James. We went, we went line by line in James. And, uh, and when you look at James, I'm hoping they're going to talk about this. Um, I challenged them, and all of them had a journal. All of them had a journal. And, and so, I don't know, I preached way too long, but uh, I liked it. Um, I liked to talk. And, uh, but then after we were done, they had to go for ten minutes and just write. Right? I don't, we didn't care if they wrote their name for ten minutes. Right? Um, just go right, you know, and, and hopefully spend some time with God. And, and I gave them questions to, to kind of to talk about. But in James, this is what our life should look like. And I'm hoping that maybe they will bring some of this in there in their talk. I gave them five areas that James talks about. It's like an application for our life. One, our speech, right? What does it look like, right? In James, it talks about the tongue. In life, is, your, is your, the example of living that you're doing, Love, love for God and others, right faith, putting it all into action, and impurity, being God's person every day you go somewhere. So I'm praying some of their stories are, I don't know what their stories are, so I'm a little bit nervous, and then i got a story to tell as soon as, as, soon as they're done to kind of cap it up, and we'll ask some of the other leaders, but we've got to go fast. Who wants to be first? Who wants to be first? Come on. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all come up here. Moral support, I like it. Come on. Anybody else that's going to talk? Come on. Or all y'all can come up here. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
You're going way up there? You're hiding? You're hiding here, right here. One of y'all. Once again, we didn't plan this, okay? Don't judge us. All right, here we go. All right, let's see what we got. So, as you saw in the pictures, we had some pretty awesome uh, guides. And so, this week, when we started off going uh, whitewater rafting, um, they got on the bus and started uh, rapping and telling jokes, and we were all dying laughing. And so, um, but later on, when we were doing our lesson, uh, Pastor Jeff had told us some of like, the stories about some of the um, guides. And he told us that one of the guides, Rob, he wanted to be a missionary, and one of the other guides, Cooper, he wanted to help stop human trafficking. And this week in James 2, we talked about not judging people, and as Christ followers, we should not show favoritism, and we should love everyone. And this made me realize you don't really know somebody until you hear their story and you talk about them. And so, yeah. So our first day with the guides, they like to joke around, like Meg said, and they like to prank us. And they they told us, like our guide John told us, like we passed this lady mowing her grass, and she and then he was like, "That's my aunt Jemima," and he waved at her, and she waved back. <laughs> and then um, on the bus ride home, Ollie told us like all these directions to this cookout that we were like supposed to go to, and like half of us on the bus actually thought that it was a real thing. And so sometimes the words of others can sound so sweet and so true that we just want to believe them. In James 3, 5 through 6, it says, So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, of, a, fire a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. This really taught me that whatever you say can either build someone up or push them down. James 5.12 says, But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. This really says to me that you need to mean what you say, and if you don't mean it, don't say it. The tongue is such a powerful tool. It can either set a fire for Christ or say something untruthful and have it spread like wildfire. So let your speech be uplifting and kind so others may see Jesus through your words. The song, the song will come to the altar. Tell the world of the treasure you found. We can't hide it. We need to share our love for Jesus with others. We need need to help spread the fire for Christ. We can't we can't keep we can't just keep living our lives and not tell others. We've gotta spread it. This was a really fun trip for me this week. (laughs) It was probably the best trip I've ever had. Um, I've had a very hard childhood, and um, 
it separated me and God. And this trip made me, it made me want to know him more. And it's, it's, I'm just going to say our connection got stronger and stronger as the day went for at, at this camp. And um, the, the creation God made around us was beautiful. And after seeing all that creation and... It just took all the pain away. He took all that pain away. God is good. Okay, so on the first day um, of camp, Ms. Sherry wrote us some letters. Um, When I read it, it reminded me about how great God was. The, sec- the second day, we went um, hiking. We went rafting. All the scenery, all the beautiful, beautiful sights reminded me about how great God was. Third day, we went to the waterfall. Again, all the scenery and all the sights reminded me of how great God was. On the fourth day, we went um, rappelling. And I was just mind blown by all the things that I saw. And all the miracles that God did for us. And how much he loves us and cares for us. And I will never forget this trip as much as, as long as I shall live. I will always remember it and praise God for all that he has done for me, my family, my friends, and for my whole church. So I'm just going to tell more of a story. <laughs> I, I was the guinea pig for uh, rock climbing and rappelling. I was voluntold to go. And so I got to watch everybody come down, and it was really cool. But two people stood out in particular, Meg and Kyler, because right as their feet hit the bottom, they said, I'm never doing that again. And it wasn't like 30 minutes later after we ate that they were doing it again. <laughs> so that was just kind of funny. But the main thing I want to say is thank you to Pastor Jeff, Miss Sherry, and Mr. Brian and Mr. Shea for going with us. And I know it's not easy being with all the boys goofing off when most people are sleeping. But just thank you for going with us. It meant a lot. Good morning, church. My name is Bryce. Uh, This past week was my first time ever going to church camp, and during the camp we had a lot of fun through the excursions, but my favorite part of the camp was the views, the views of God's waterfalls, his rocks, his caves, his sunshine, and especially his mountains, because when we were driving in the car, or if I was at the lodge, or if I was waiting for my turn to repel from the cliff, I was in awe by God's amazing and beautiful mountains. Uh, 
In Psalms 19, verse 1, it reads, The heavens tell the glory of God, and the skies announce what his hands have made. So whenever I'm having a bad day and I'm at home, even though I don't have mountains beside my house, I can go outside and maybe climb a tree and just feel God's love and presence through his nature. Uh, Before I go, I would like to thank Pastor Jeff for keeping me accountable and guiding me. I would like to thank Mrs. Sherry for what she does for the youth as a whole. And I would like to thank Cornerstone Church for supporting us, supporting the youth ministry. Thank you. Uh, I was just going to tell a story, too. In the... um while we were trying to sleep at night, there's a very thin wall between the boy, girls' cabin and the boys' cabin. And um, the boys were unbelievably loud. Some of them were drumming on the wall. <laughs> Rory's bed was literally shaking. It was so loud. And um, they kept making banana puns and stuff through the whole trip and the whole night for 45 minutes straight, nothing but bananas. <laughs> It was re- got really annoying, but it was uh, it was a good memory that I will never forget. And um, I was just going to say thank you to Pastor Jeff and to Miss Sherry and all the other chaperones. It uh, it was a great trip, and it really meant a lot to me. And I'm never going to forget it for the rest of my life. Okay, so I'm actually going to tell another story too. The um, the whitewater rafting was really fun, but I want to say I am never going to go on the front, and that water was the coldest water I've ever touched. It was freezing cold. Um, and I also want to say thank you, Pastor Jeff, for sharing uh, some of the really best sermons that I've ever heard. And I want to thank Miss Sherry for uh, writing the letters, and I want to thank Mr. Brian and Ms. Uh, Rache for watching over us. So I don't really have a story. They kind of took them, but I just want to say thank you to Mr. Jeff, Miss Sherry, dad, my dad, and Mr. Shea. Thank you. Okay, so I don't have, like, anything written down, so I'm just going to... Okay, I'm just going to freestyle. All right, so some, um, some, we read the book of James. We read, like, I think the entire book, I guess. Okay, so we read the... In, read the in, Not like. We read the entire book. Okay. All right, so we read the entire book, and one of the main uh, things in James is you're not supposed to judge people, like, just off what you're seeing or just judge them, period. And that wasn't too hard to, like, do because everyone here is just kind of nice, and they're not hard to, like, you know, not like. I like them all. They're all pretty. (laughs) I like uh, Everyone here is great. But something that, like, kind of really hit me was when we were going back uh, from Boone, and we saw this gay pride rally, and then everyone else is just kind of, like, hating on them because... They were gay, and it was just sort of like, we just kind of talked about not judging people. And then we're just going to... It was pretty hard. It was just kind of hard to like... I wasn't. I was trying to do my best not to do anything to judge him. It was hard to kind of not get mad at everyone, but it, it helped me like just sort of realize what it means to not judge people. And even though we're like Christians, it's gonna be sort of like stereotyped as like homophobic, but I don't want to 
do that. I just want to try to love everyone and not judge anyone. So that was pretty hard. So obviously, oh, you done? You still going? I'm fine. I just got to. Okay. You're done? So obviously, I didn't know any of that, right? I didn't, we didn't know. I mean, we, we asked them to speak, right? And they spoke from their heart. Right, and, and, and a story that they don't even know yet that I told them. Um, obviously, I like to talk to people, and I like to talk to a lot of people. And uh, we, the neat thing about this, this trip is, after every excursion, they would take us to a convenience store, and they'd let us pick out a drink, which is just way cool. And so we get there, and, and we went to this one. It was really like a little country store, and they had some, like, um, ginger beer. I don't know what it is, and I never heard of it. And uh, it's like made right there in this little town. And so I'm asking the guy, and, and of course it has beer in it. And I'm like, oh, I can't get that. And so I, I just asked the guy, hey, is it alcohol? And he goes, no, 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 no. And I said, good, because I don't drink. And uh, that, that was just it, right? And so I got my drink, and I went home. And then the next day, we went, and we are at the waterfall, and Rob was with us. And uh, we were just talking and, and, and just getting to know him. And I said, hey, do you drink? And he says, no. He says, um... I went to rehab, and he says, it's so funny, Jeff. I was going to ask you if you drank. He said, because ever since at the store, the night before at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I couldn't stop thinking about the conversation that you, one, one phrase, one phrase that you said, I don't drink. He said, you didn't say it like, I, don't, I just don't drink, right? I knew there was a story behind that story. And, he, and so the neat thing is we talk about James, as we talk about the tongue, as we talk about people are listening, the life we're living, everybody's watching, church. Everybody's watching, students. And so this guy, Rob, just kind of opens up to me that at the age of 13, he started smoking marijuana. At the age of 17, he was in rehab, right? And, 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 and he's 22 now, so as soon as he got out of rehab, he tr- put his trust in Jesus, right? But he had a praying mama at home. That had been praying for him and praying for him and praying for him. But once again, I had no idea what Rory was going to write in her story or what Meg was going to write in her story, right? But I had told them that I knew something that, that, that would probably blow their minds away. This guy that was super charismatic, loved everybody, loved what he was doing. But five years ago, he was in a deep, deep hole. And the only way out was Jesus, right? And, and that... Every phrase that we say, everything we do, people are watching, right? And, and just one more quick story because I know we've got to go. And, and Brian and, and Mr. Shea, Mr. Sherry, if you want to say something, you can come on up. Um, the, the group, Edge of the World, they're Christians. And the guy, Jake, he was doing it back when Ms. Sherry and, and, and Vicky and Cliff and, and the youth groups are going. And uh, once again, I like to talk to people. So they're trying to buy another bus for the, for the, for the company and... Um, on Friday, he was pray- they, there was an auction on Thursday. They lost the auction on Thursday. On Friday, when we got on the bus, he said, Hey, Jeff, I prayed for this exact amount that we could get this bus for. And uh, I said, All right, man. So we went on. We did our hike, and we got back on the bus. I said, Have you heard anything yet? He said, Nope, I'll let you know. So as soon as we get back to the lodge, I get a text from uh, Jake, and he said, Jeff, you won't believe it. God is so good. We got the bus for $1,000 less than what we prayed for. And, and, you know, once again, just those stories like that where, hey, when you, when you slow down enough, when you interact with others enough, 
God is good. God is so good. And, uh, and, 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 but we never know what's going on with anybody else's life. I think, Meg, you said it well. We never know what's going on uh, in anybody's lives. But, you know, for me to, to, to find that out about Rob is, is just so cool because the guy's just so fun and loving that I never knew that he was in a dark, dark place, you know, five years ago. And now they put his trust in Jesus. It's way different. I just want to say that my, my favorite part of this trip was watching these kids. And they're not all up here. We had um, 18 kids yeah. with us. So, no, 16, 16, 16 kids and four adults. Um, but my favorite part was watching them just have so much fun. And then every night watching these kids worship was phenomenal. Um, you guys have done an awesome job with these kids because they are respectful and they are kind and they love each other. And it was just such an honor for me to get to be there to watch them hang out for five days. Nobody fought and everybody got along and everybody had a great time. But you guys, it's so awesome to be a part of this. I know that we always talk about the church raises the kids and all that stuff. And it's true. You guys have done a great job. And I'm so glad that we get to be a part of raising them, too. So it's going to be a short service. I apologize. Thank you all so much for entrusting us for five days with your kids. These are the most just just bright lights. I mean, I think of just from from the smile and the kindness of Meg. She blew me away. And Josh, oh my gosh, what? I mean, I feel like the laughter we did is probably the laughter and joy we're going to have in heaven. And so. But for all of them, they were just such a bright light, and you all have done such an amazing job of just instilling kindness in them. You know, I've, I've worked in school social work and just a lot of settings with children, and this is the kindest group of kids, and it didn't matter if other kids maybe, you know, maybe aren't socially as outgoing or had, you know, other just limitations. They were so embracing, so kind, so loving, and just so encouraging. And so, kids, I am blown away by the love of Christ y'all show to each other and to just everybody we met. You all inspire me so much. And I just know that God has so many great plans for your life, and I cannot wait to see them as they unfold. And I love you all so much. Hey, um, as a high school teacher, I didn't know what these guys were going to write down either. Uh, I didn't know what they were going to come up with. I didn't know if they'd come up with anything. I have put stuff out there for my students in the past, and it's been birds chirping is all I've gotten. I wrote down about five or six points from the study in James and some things that stuck out to me along the way. I'm not even going to touch them because if y'all can't hear that and know how powerful that trip was, then nothing I can say is going to change that. Um, that was beautiful. We took those kids out of their normal. I mean, the, the Word of God is powerful, is it not? The Bible is with each and every one of us every single day. I mean, He has blessed us that He's given us that book that we can take anywhere and everywhere. But what we did is took them out of their normal. What Pastor Jeff did is set this trip up for these guys, took them away from that and put them into something extraordinary. And all it takes is that one little change, one little comment you heard, and it sparks something inside of them. And you guys, you could just look at their faces. I, mean, I, I, I cried back there just listening to them talk, and I, and I don't cry. Okay? Um, 
it, it was moving and it was emotional. And selfishly, I don't ever want to give up being a chaperone for these trips. I've told Jeff, I said, you'd better keep me on this list. But saying that, I'm going to say to you, if you have an opportunity to participate in something like this, to be a part of these kids' lives in that way, do it. Do it. It's, it's, it'll change you as much as it'll change uh, it'll change them. Uh, they're called to be a light, and you guys can see them shining bright up there right now. Real quick, uh, so Bobby's going to get up here and close us out. But this, this, when I was when we were up there teaching, and I told them that they had the opportunity to leave service, that they get the opportunity to challenge the adults, challenge the parents, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles. So this is the challenge. Okay, I don't think any of us in here think that it's wrong for a student to go to camp, right? We all encourage students to go to camp, right? But I want everybody to listen right now, right? We'll do everything we can to get these kids to camp, right? Because we think they need to learn, right? But here's the challenge back to you adults. We have men's retreats and we have women's retreats. And men right now, I'm going to tell you, we are the bottom of the barrel. The women, they have 20 plus women go for two nights, right? And this is my challenge to us as a church. It's not just for young people to get together and and recoup and get away and to get recharged. If us adults are going to be disciple, disciple these young ones, be mentors to these young ones, we got to get away and get recharged. So once again, in the fall, man, we're going to have a retreat. I know it's not the easiest. You know, some of us as we get older, certain things need to go more often and the, the beds aren't that good. I get it. But you know what? We get to spend eternity in heaven. We're in a fog right now. A little tent time. Right? So the challenge is, when we have our men's retreats, when we have our women's retreats, hey, let's step up. Hey, let's go. Let's fellowship and let's come back with stories like this. Because no dog is too old to learn a new trick, right? Based on that, Jeff, uh, Wayne, I can't wait to see you repel at the men's retreat. <laughs> That's going to be great. That's going to be great. Jimmy's going to be right behind you, okay? <laughs> Guys, I started off, uh, my ministry started off in student ministry, and, uh, you know, this was just a part of it. Every summer you'd go off and you have these great times in the Word and just building relationships. And, uh, my heart was really broken one time because we came back and we had a service like this. And, you know, 99% of the church was like, you know, just rejoicing. And this one lady, I know that she, know that she was well-meaning. She said, well, I don't know about those retreats because, you know, you go off and that's just a mountaintop experience. And this is the real world. And it broke my heart because I was going, you know, can I tell you about Moses? He kind of went up on a mountain too. <laughs> And his life was never the same. Folks, we, we know that we have to deal with real life. You know, we get away, but we get to get away. We get to go. That's what revivals. Remember revivals? You, did, you know, you went back to real life, but you needed those high water marks so that you could build relationships so that God's Word could just work in your heart and your life. And you needed those times. Yes, that's those mountaintop experiences, and we need them. And yet... We also need, when we come back, to have that discipleship and just us loving one another. And that's what's so great about this church. Let me, let me give you, I'm going to end with this. When I came years ago, we did not have a lot of uh, families that were in kind of that middle section that had youth. 
And, you know, they, they loved the church, but they said, you know, we really need a, a kind of a youth group for our students. And, and I get that. Man, if I had youth, I, I understand that. In these last three years, Jeff and Sherry and their workers, some of this has been, you know, just by our young kids growing up and the great job that you're doing in the children. But they have put their heart and their soul into this. And, you know, I would take this group right here <laughs> over any group that I ever got the, the privilege of, of leading over the years. And so uh, thank you, Jeff, that, you know, uh, for people that come here, they, they can't look at our church and say, well, you know, I've got a 13-year-old. What do I do with a 13-year-old? You put them right up here with some of the greatest kids that you will ever see, and they will encourage them and love them. And so thank God for high watermarks. Thank God for high mountain experiences. Because when we do come down, our lives are changed. And yeah, there are going to be times that we slip and fall, but we made relationships and we learned truth that will forever start guiding our lives. And so my invitation is for you uh, in a couple weeks. We're going to have opportunities to sign up for working in our children's and in our student ministries uh, for the fall as we start back. And uh, you'll, you'll hear that, and you can hear it as a sales pitch in a couple weeks, or you can hear it as an invitation for your life to be changed and be involved with some of the greatest kids on all the earth. Let's just rejoice today in the goodness of what God has done. And uh, I'm just going to close this out, okay? Is that okay? And I, I know that we had one more song. Is, is that okay that we just kind of close out today? Let's pray together. Father God, you are good. You are always good. In the darkest valley, you are good because you're God. And, Father, we, 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 we really go on and on and on about good, proper theology. But, Father, it's good, proper theology that gives us a basis of truth, that gives us a confidence to go out and live life. So, Father, I thank you that while there was all kinds of great experiences, and these kids will remember uh, repelling and going down in icy cold waters and all those things, but, Father, you firmly planted your word into their hearts in such a practical book like James. And thank you for leaders that say, yeah, this is fun to have fun, but, but we're here so that we can be forever changed and that we can challenge one another. And so I, I lift up uh, the adults that went. Father, I thank you for the kids. I thank you for their testimony. I thank you for Joshua's testimony uh, today, Father. Just how that blesses my heart. And, uh, Father, uh, use this mountaintop experience uh, to give them a good foundation here in the valleys and as they uh, just go on we love you we thank you and we look forward to to worship again next week as we gather together so father uh, bless us keep us as we prowl this in the hope that is christ amen thank you for listening today we hope this message was a blessing to you To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.